Hello, everybody. My name is Richard C. Wilson, founder of the Family Office Club, and I have with me here today David Pence from Better Therm. Welcome, David. Hey, thanks for having me, Richard. Sure. So what is the uh, one-liner that would describe what Better Therm is all about? I would say that, uh, you know, we're really about creating uh, an environment that promotes better water and food security using reusable and renewable energy. Okay. Uh, when you say water and food security, what exactly do you mean by that? Well, uh, a lot of times uh, the things that we do with our our business process at Better Therm being heat related, better better thermal units is what that means. We actually do uh, projects with food security, for instance, like a desalination plant uses a lot of heat. And so we're able to help them be more efficient with our technology. Or with food security, we actually work with uh, a lot of industrial sized greenhouses where we actually help them produce better quality food for their province, as an example, uh, through our through our process, our heat process. Okay. And I think a lot of people have heard of renewable energy and many fewer have heard of reusable energy. Can you talk about those two terms and how they play a part in your model? Sure, sure. So reusable energy in a way is how can you get more than one use out of your energy? And a great example would be, let's say we, you know, somebody takes a shower in the morning and they turn the faucet to the to the hot water, the warm water. Well, the water comes out and they wash off and then that water literally goes right down the drain. Right. So it had one use. It was used to cleaning real quickly and now it's gone. Right. Well, what, with our process, what if, uh, what, you know, how did that water get heated in the first place? A lot of times there's instant heaters, there's the old water tanks, but both of those systems, especially on an electric version, they'll have like an orange coil in there, you know, literally is a piece of metal that turns bright orange and heats the, heats the water up and then that right. water splashes on you and that's how you take your shower. That's sort of legacy technology. You know, we use computing devices to heat that water up, believe it or not. And so imagine that you turn on the hot water and in order for that water to get hot, it actually does a bunch of transactions on the internet to, uh, to secure the blockchain. Or maybe it actually works. We're working with IBM right now to help them uh, produce cures for cancer and they need a lot of computing power power to do that they're, do, they're working on cures for covid too by the way and so mm -hmm. imagine if if a, a, a virtual protein was discovered because you turned on your hot water for a shower and all of a sudden there were some calculations that needed a lot of power and it generated a lot of heat and then that heated the water and then that fell out of the shower head onto you and down the drain well, you got two uses out of it instead of one. So that's what reusable energy means to us. Okay, got it. Yeah, I've never heard anyone explain it like that. It reminds me of when they talk about the use of gray water to water plants after you've washed your hands with that water. It's kind of like you got two uses out of that water instead exactly. of just one, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's really awesome. It's amazing. And then on the renewable front, uh, it turns out that a lot of these uh, desalination plants or uh, greenhouses uh, that we're working with, they, they may have invested 5, 10, 15 years ago. Maybe they have a, uh, a natural gas boiler, as an example, and that makes heat for the greenhouse when it's, you know, the wintertime or, or something right. like that. Well, we are going in and providing them with capital. Uh, we're doing the CapEx to actually put in new 
devices that actually do the same thing. They're compute devices that make a lot of heat and they no longer need all this natural gas. They can actually use electricity from a, uh, a water source like a, like a hydroelectric plant, as an example, may be able to power them instead of the old natural gas. So one of our missions at BetterTherm is to move one gigawatt an hour out of, the, of, of energy use, out of the uh, stream of carbon creation and over to the non-carbon creation. So we're eliminating a gigawatt an hour of greenhouse gases, which is a ton. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what's part of the, the value add process that you guys have developed over time that's kind of made this model successful? Truly, like the gray water you mentioned earlier, the whole idea of getting a second use out of power is just amazing. And so the, I would say that's our number one focus is how can we go in and use our technology? How can we go into this application, this application, this application, and uh, reuse the energy? So, so I would say that's, that's probably it. Right. Yeah. I've never heard anybody talk about this before in, in 14 years running our investor club and doing 150 of our own events. No one has ever once presented on this or even mentioned it in a conversation at any of our events. So I'm sure that some investors, even if they're an electrical engineer or are very familiar with um, renewable energy, might conduct due diligence on what you guys are doing and kind of run out of questions that are really sharp and smart to ask. So what is the number one due diligence question you would recommend an investor should be asking a firm like yours that maybe nobody else does? We get asked a lot of questions, um, even the first and second and third appointments that we have with people, people get deeper and deeper. But I would say some that are not asked that are really key would be what applications can you use this in other than the ones you've mentioned? And what I like about that question that we don't get very often is it shows, okay, I get reusing it for food security or water security. Well, what else could it be used for? I mean, could you use it to heat the Olympics pools, you know, or something like that? And the truth is, hmm, probably, you know, let's see about that. It has to be a big enough scenario to make it worth it. But there are other applications. So what, what the question I like the most is when they say, what else, what else? So they've gotten what we've already presented. And now they're saying, I bet you could use this for any major heat process. And the truth is, we can reuse the energy twice for almost any major heat process. And so there are a lot of other applications besides the ones that we are focused on. That's pretty interesting. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you're keeping busy just sorting out what's the top priority versus the, the next highest and so on is probably the half the battle over there. Um, so what's a $100,000 piece of advice that you could leave us with for today when it comes to your area of better use or double use of energy? Well, I would just try to, if everybody's trying to wrap their brain about it from our perspective, I would say the following. It's very common for people to change the oil in their old Corvette in their garage and then take the oil to the AutoZone and have AutoZone recycle it. It's very, right. so in other words, they're getting more than one use out of that oil. We think, we go, sure, of course we recycle. What do you mean? Of course we're recycling. It's very common for somebody to look at an, a, a, a can of Coca-Cola maybe and look at that aluminum can and go, this is not the first time this thing has been a can, I'll bet you. It's been lots of other stuff and now it's a can and maybe a can again it's going to be, aluminum is going to be recycled. So I think the big thing is, is to get your mind wrapped around, why don't we recycle energy in a way? Why can't we get more than one use out of energy like we do an aluminum can? And if you start thinking about it, 
not only can we get use out of this heat, by the way, for heat again, but heat is actually energy. And so I would tell you that there are things like absorption coolers, absorption chillers that absorb heat mm-hmm. and turn into air conditioning. So there's so much heat produced by, say, Google, Amazon, Microsoft. They, they use about 10%. The estimates I've seen say they use about 10% of all the electricity on Earth. Not just the three of them, but all of the data facilities that host right. all the cool things. This, this video call right now is being hosted on a server somewhere and shot around the world. Well, all that hosting uses about 10% of the electricity of the world, and they're probably only getting one use out of it. What if we could get two or more? Wouldn't that be awesome? That's the big takeaway, I would, I would say. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, we've enjoyed uh, getting to know you here as a member of the Family Office Club and appreciate your time here. If somebody has more questions and they want to reach out about an application or working with your team in some way, what's the best way to get in touch with you and your team, David? Yeah, so my email is pretty easy. It's just david.pence, P-E-N-C-E, at bettertherm.com. And I would highly go recommend going and checking out bettertherm.com as the website. Um, and you know that's probably the easiest. Great. Yeah, I'm happy to uh, connect anyone listening here to David as well. And I appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it, Richard.